WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. The warning bells are going off that the Democrats are about to lose the presidential election. And here is how you know President Joe Biden is in deep trouble besides the polling that constantly shows that he's in trouble. When people start making videos, average Americans, regular folks, and those videos start resonating because they are based on reality. That's how you know when a president is in serious trouble. When regular people start making videos that make comments almost as stating as a a matter of fact, the problems that we face. Inflation. Everyone knows it. Everyone can see it. Grocery store, gas station, you name it, you can see it. It's right there in front of you. So some young men from New York, Staten Island, two twin brothers, They go viral on TikTok, viral on TikTok for a video on inflation. And they say, you've got to work hard, hard for the money. Why inflation? Jojo Scarlatta says he and his twin brother, Nikki, are on the same page 110% when it comes to to inflation. They just recently celebrated their 25th birthdays Saturday. And they have appeared on the Fox News channel and they are resonating. And this is what the young man says. And we're going to let you hear a clip of it in just a second. What I did notice, I'm quoting here, under the Biden administration was that gas, the price of housing, almost everything that you could name under the sun has gone up and let the church say amen. The young man also refers to car insurance and then says, you know what I mean, right? And adds, how do they expect people to survive? So these young men are from our local community. They have gone national, in fact, international, viral for their videos, uh, if you will, mocking the inflation situation as it relates to the Biden administration. Take a listen for yourself. I mean, we're overwhelmed by all the support we're getting from these videos. We obviously like to keep it funny, but we also hope it could be informative as well. And we like to, you know, switch everything up for you guys so the material never gets stale. Absolutely. And this particular situation, the average American, I think everybody's feeling the inflation to some degree. So glad we can make you laugh. But I hope you see a little serious. This is a serious topic. (laughs) 
walking out of the house today, you spend a hundred dollars. A hundred dollar bill is like a twenty, right? A twenty, twenty dollar bill. Yeah, we spend a hundred five dollars. What do we get? What do we get? They go like twenties, like a twenty. Oh yeah, it's a twenty. Now it's like hundreds. Hundreds going like twenties. It's the new norm. Why is it the new norm? I can't tell you. All I got is proof. You got Scott Tissue, right? The twelve roll. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars to wipe your ass. The bottom line is this: a hundred dollars. And what do we got? We got nothing. We got lettuce, onions. And Cowboys, this is all. Wait, wait, wait. Alright, that's for the Scorpio. Yeah. Alright, that's. We got a little something. But other than that, the, the moral of the story is $100 for what? Too much. For what? What are we gonna do? For what? Average, average class. You tell, tell, just tell me how. It went from 220 to 270 to 320 in two years, but I didn't miss a payment, and my credit score went up. When you're 25, you're supposed to go down. Yeah, you went up $100. I went up $100. For this? For this? For that? For this? You look like a weirdo. I, I, I am. I am. Some young men from our local community from uh, Staten Island, and um, it's pretty funny, but it's not funny because it is our reality. Inflation. That's how you know. I don't care what the candidates say. That's how you know that President Biden is in serious trouble. Perception becomes reality. The reality is you go to the gas station. I stopped on my way in to get gas. I'm going to get gas on my way back. Stopping in New Jersey, it's a little cheaper, but it was like three sixty nine, if I remember correctly, for a gallon of gas. And I stopped in Yonkers and only got enough to get to work and get back to New Jersey and then get gas. We're going to open up the phone lines. A number of issues we're dealing with this morning. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I have said repeatedly on this program, I fully support the transgender community. I do not support the story time hours, and I do not support transgender women in sports with biological women. And now this transgender issue has come to our backyard in the New York tri-state area. I don't know if you folks have noticed it yet, but Mawa, New Jersey, Mawa, New Jersey is the home of beautiful Ramapo College. And it's only about 30 miles away from New York City. And former NCAA swimmer Riley Gaines tweeted, and I have a lot of respect for this young lady because she could have said, I graduated, I'm getting on with my life, but she's fighting for young ladies coming after her. And this is what she tweeted. Quote, male swimmer from Ramapo College sets another record in women's event. Now tell me again the strides women have made when society applauds a man for pushing us off our own podium. Title IX literally means nothing at this point. Riley Gaines is correct. Title Title IX is supposed to protect women and others. And Gaines, by the way, she's a vocal critic of transgender athletes in schools and she's blasting the latest victory of Megan Cortez Fields. Megan Cortez Fields, who is a senior at Ramapo College of New Jersey 
and just recently finished the 200-meter individual uh, swim contest with a time of 2 minutes, 8 seconds, and .20, shattering the previous record in the New Jersey Athletic Conference. Now, Megan Cortez Fields competed as a man a number of years uh, at the college and uh, made the switch. And this as uh, Ohio, the state of Ohio has blocked, and this is a good move, transgender women from women's teams. This is something that should have happened. It's, it's occurred in a number of states and it should be a nationwide ban. I'm not for discriminating against transgender people. They should be able to compete in sports as well, but not with biological women. It's unfair. This is what Riley Gaines had to say on Fox News about the Ohio situation. Well, I think this is huge. Um, Ohio became the 24th state to pass some sort of Fairness in Women's Sports Act, uh, and I believe the 22nd state to ultimately ban uh, gender transition for minors, which is uh, a very notable feat, especially overcoming uh, the governor's veto, uh, which is a very hard thing to do. Uh, So that was really huge. I think it sets the precedent for other states. Of course, this means there's 26 more states that do need to protect women's sports uh, and certainly will be a big push of mine in this next legislative cycle. And you have to give that young lady, Riley Gaines, a lot of credit. Again, she could have said, I've graduated from college. I'm moving on with my life. She said, no, I'm going to fight for the young ladies coming after me, as she should. My granddaughter is uh, three years old, Eva. Do you think I want Eva to grow up and get to high school and she's got to compete with with, uh, someone uh, that is transgender? That's an unfair contest. There's a reason why we have women's sports in Title IX, to protect them. And that's exactly what should be happening. We see all your telephone calls coming in. We are about to begin with them. The border situation, not just the southern border, that's a a total mess, not just the southern border. Now, the northern border and Canada, oh, Canada, say it ain't so. The U.S., the northern border, saw a record number of illegal crossings last year as migrants have found it easier to enter through Canada. A new U.S. Customs and Border uh, information shows And according to CBP, the number of migrants illegally entering the U.S. at the northern border, we're only talking about the northern border, last year toppled 12,200, which, by the way, is a 240% spike from 2022. Somebody has to shut this down. We have to stop with these politics that are going on At what point does Trump's point connect America first? America first. Mayor Adams, do you hear me? America first. The governors and mayors around the country, do you hear me? America first. Period. End of story. This, we'll get a bit to a bit later of uh, the truck drivers standing up for Trump 
saying no, no, no deliveries to New York after what happened to him in court on Friday. But this also on the migrant front, as an Amazon driver had to fend off an attack from a drunk, naked New York City migrant. And guess who ended up in handcuffs? You already know the Amazon driver. So this this driver says that he had to slam a, quote, naked and drunk migrant in the head with a snowball to, to keep the deranged asylum seeker from making off with his packages only to find himself in handcuffs. The migrant was allegedly stumbling drunk and clutching a beer bottle when the Amazon driver says that he caught him red-handed trying to make off with his packages he was delivering in Clinton Hill about 4.45 p.m. on Sunday, and that's when apparently things got out of hand. The driver, the Amazon driver, says, I was unloading my stuff, and a guy, he was like a pervert. He had his penis out. And the driver goes on to say he was in the corner of the street masturbating. And I said to him, Hey, what are you doing? That seems obvious to me. What are you doing in full public view? And he says, the man went into his van where all the mail and everything was, and he had to push him away and that they got into it. And the Amazon driver approached the police stating he didn't want to hurt this, uh, this drunk man. And the Amazon driver ended up in handcuffs. Interesting. So we got that. We got the Northern border, the southern border, I guess, I guess we've just waved the, the white flag at the southern border and said, uh, no mas, we, we, uh, we give up. Let's start with your telephone calls. Let's begin this morning with Dean in New Jersey. Good morning, Dean. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I wanted, so I got two things to talk about. The first thing is about the uh, transgenders. If the regular women don't show up to swim, or to race, or to do anything, then they won't give the transgenders a platform. I know it's but but Dean, but Dean, it's 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 not that simple. It's not that simple. Uh, you have to consider. See, you're looking at it from the outside in. Let's let's look at it for the reality of these young ladies. Many of these young ladies are on scholarship or partial scholarship. No show, no continue to pay tuition by by the colleges. So it's just not that hey, simple. Just- I understand all of that, but when does it, how does it end? You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But if the young ladies don't show up, uh, they could lo- They could very well lose their scholarship. Period. All right. End the of second, story. The second thing is, let me ask you just a question that nobody ever asks about Trump being fined. Who gets the money? If this thing goes through, who, where does the money go to fine? I I believe almost 100% the money goes to the coffers of New York State. Uh, the party that's pursuing this, as you know, is the state attorney general of New York, Letitia James. And so the money would go to New York, to the state of New York. And, and then the state the state would use the money to pay for the migrants, correct? So that means it's, it's a <laughs> you know what, Dean? You, you know what, Dean? That, that's a great question. But if the money goes to the state, the state is not picking up a big portion of the cost as of right now.
to pay for the migrants. So who knows? But you you raise a good point. You raise a good point. We're going to take good money, Trump's money, give it to the state of New York, and it may ultimately go to migrants. That's a great point, Dean, that I never uh, even thought about as it relates to this situation. Nope. Nobody ever talks about it, Dominic. It's just like it, it, it's, it's set in stone, and that's the way it's going to be, which is very, very, very unfair to Trump. No matter how much you don't like him or you do like him, it's still not fair. Where? How did they pick the price out? Did they just pick it out of thin air? No, no. The judge used a uh, formula, if you will, uh, based on the alleged, uh, alleged, based on what the judge says of Mr. Trump not being honest, according to the judge, and used a formula for each property in which he says that it was inflated or Mr. Mr. Trump inflated something, whatever, and and based it on on that formula. But of course, if you talk to right. to, to Team Trump, they will say the whole thing is ridiculous. And um, you well, know, it it, it, it it's it's taking us to a whole other uh, level here. Thanks for taking my call and keep up the good work, brother. You're Thank doing you. a good job. Thank you, Dean. Appreciate the call, Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio <laughs> seventy seven WABC. Yeah, Dom, you see that 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 story about the Amazon driver and the uh, and the homeless and the migrant, uh, that's very telling because you see, and we're all, we're always busy defending the police. We don't realize that the police themselves have become an immoral entity. The only reason this Amazon driver was arrested is because we have freaks on the New York City Police Department. I have no, 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 Larry, 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 Larry. Sometimes you make, sometimes, come on, come on, come on, come on, Larry. You're you're being really offensive right now. Larry, 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 sometimes you, Larry, Larry, sometimes you make sense. Sometimes you sound like a madman. You're going to tell me what I experienced, And when, and when, and when you come on this show and start attacking police officers, then, yeah. then I, then I, I, then I have a hard time following you. So they, you got they, an agenda. Are, you got a biased they, agenda, they, huh? They, I do have an agenda when it comes to police officers. They are yeah. honorable people. And how all dare them, you? Right? All how of them. dare you? All how dare you refer to them the way? How do you know, Larry? That's what they are. How do you know? Because I experienced have you, it twice. Have you, have you had a sexual encounter with every New York City police officer? I, how in the hell would you know? I had two experiences where I called the police. One time there was two cops. They always come in double. One was as one's normal. And the other one was a tradie who didn't want to make make the report. Okay. I forced the normal one to take. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't know. I don't know Larry of any transgender on the New York city police department. Do you? Let me tell you, he looked like a man and his voice sounded like a soprano. Okay. Do you tell me what the hell he was? That doesn't make you transgender. That just I don't says, care what he was. He wasn't says, normal, okay? That's that, the point. He didn't okay, want to do okay. his job. Okay, so so you get to define what's normal. Listen, he didn't want to do his job, okay? That's Wait, the point. Larry, I just, make sure, I just want to make sure. I'm, I'm going to let you have your say. I just want to make sure I got this right. You yeah. get to determine what's normal. No, not me. The story. You saw the Amazon driver was arrested, and this and this totally out-of-control guy who has no rights at all in this country is a migrant, a naked migrant. Uh, yeah, we have a guy doing his job, and he's not believed? He's not believed because he has to be a little aggressive? This is sickness. This is not policy. This is not law. 
This has to do with individual eccentricities that are tolerated within the NYPD. That's why people have gotten to hate the cops so much, because before this, you had people jumping on the backs of people like Eric Garner and suffocating them because they're short little cops. They want to show how tough they are. So now we got from short little cops, we got a bunch of weirdos who arrest people for, for, uh, for, for, for defending themselves against naked migrants, drunk migrants. Larry, that, that's, see, not, Larry that's not cool. That, that's, that, that's not cool what you're saying about see, police officers. It's, it's Dominic, really not cool. We see how, listen, we see how normal cops like Officer Duran, right, who, who threw a bucket at that guy's head when he could have shot him, really. He's being tried for manslaughter because he's a real stand-up cop because he's a white cop. That's why they're doing it. You see the way the department goes? If you're an old-fashioned white cop that does his job and stands up and takes out a fleeing felon with a bucket to the head, that's, that's too manly for them, you see? Everything, too manly for them. Everything is they not race. Up Clint, East, Clint Eastwood, everything, the NYPD. Everything is not race, Larry. Everything is not race. I know it appears these way. It, it appears that I way these it days. It was race. I said because he's normal. Yo, you he's said normal. you said he was. You normal. said you said he was charged with manslaughter because he's white. That's what you just said. That's a, that's another reason because he's white, but also because he acted normally with it, as a normal cop would normally act to stop a fleeing felon. The guy was on a scooter, speeding on the sidewalk. He could have mowed down a person at any time, but because we tolerated these scooters, all of a sudden his conduct becomes illegal, this guy. So because he's white, they they, they victimize him. Well, you if know what, you know, white, what Larry, you, you know what's the great thing about the NYPD? For all the disgusting things that you just said about police officers, if you need their help, they will still come to your aid. That's what makes and our lucky, country great. You're lucky if you get a normal duo. If you get two normal ones, you consider yourself Lucky, and I'll tell you the one. The ones that are normal are very good, okay? But they let all kinds of schmutz on the force, and I'll tell you why. Because they still got this law uh, that you have to be, you have to live within the confines of New York City to be a cop. So as the quality of people in New York goes down, look what they're getting. They should take people from the suburbs, from Westchester, from Connecticut. These are more de- decent people that don't live in New York City. Okay, That's wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Larry, you, you are exposing yourself. No, no, no offense, my friend. Do you have a hood on right now? You, you just said, yeah, a KKK hood. You just said you shouldn't take them from New York City. Take them from Westchester and other places because they're better. No, you shouldn't. How, how, you do, shouldn't you know, how do you know they're better? Them. How do you know I they're better? You shouldn't, you shouldn't only take them from New York okay, City. Okay, but you also, you did say that, but you also said they're better in Westchester and other surrounding suburbs. What makes them better, Larry? What makes them better is they yes. come from a more civilized area. Do you oh, think New York City is civilized? Oh, so they come from a more civilized. You're, Larry, Larry, I, I like you, buddy, but right now, you, you're, thank you for the call. You're, you're a bit off right now, Larry. With you, it's hit or miss. Sometimes you can make excellent points. Sometimes you can go off the ranch and go into la-la land. Literally. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. George in New York City. Good morning, George. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Listen, as far as inflation goes, uh, it hurts the wage earners, the poor, very badly. It does not hurt uh, owners of businesses, 
professions, uh, professionals, lawyers, doctors, hospitals, because they can raise uh, their uh, prices, you know, and uh, fees, uh, not only doubly, by t- for example, if inflation... George, 20, inflation, uh, inflation hurts everyone. No, but please no, no, continue. no, they raise... They raise their prices. They, some uh, some above, professions above some rate. professions permit them to raise their let prices. But everybody, well, you, you got to get to the point, George. I can't let you ramble okay. forever. Here's the point. Here's the point. When a supermarket raises the prices, right, and the inflation goes down, do they bring down the prices accordingly? Of course not. I ha- I can give you examples. As far as any uh, types of foods, I do research regarding that. Well, you're, not, that you're not the only one that does resource, uh, uh, research, uh, research right. on that, George. Right. But, 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 but wait, wait, wait. You said professions, uh, that, that there are many professions where they can get around. Lawyers. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's not necessarily true. That, that's they a, they that's a bro- that, more than the inflation rate. Well, you got to remember but, something with lawyers, right? They might, 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 emphasis on might, be able to raise their fees. Might. But they've got to stay competitive. If you're looking for a criminal defense lawyer and you go see lawyer A and his rate is three times the going rate, you're not going to hire lawyer A unless he's a superstar lawyer. Collude. Collusion. Oh, come Those on with the collusion. Come on with Doctors that. I'm not, I'm not the conspiracy show. It, there are plenty of other shows. Believe me, collusion. George, I know what I'm talking George, about. George, there are plenty of other shows Hospitals to do. George, to there prices. are plenty of other shows to do the conspiracy thing. This that's is not, not conspir- one of them. Fact. This is not that, one of them. That's a fact. Okay, that's you know, a fact, says George. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Robert and uh, Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Morning, Dominic. Why was this Amazon driver arrested? That's a good question. That's a good question. You never know. I I wasn't there, Robert. Go ahead. He's protecting himself. The, the, The truck and the property, he's responsible for that stuff. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. The company should be behind him 100%. Well, maybe the company is. Maybe the company is. I hope so. I hear you. This has got to stop victimizing the victim. Again, with the criminal justice system. Mm -hmm. And it it does appear to be that way, Robert. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Thank you for the call, Robert. Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Time for an Advil, I think. <laughs> no, I'm, um, I'm fine. It, it comes with the course. I worry about you, your, your blood pressure and all from no, all these don't, calls. Anyway, don't, don't worry about No, I'm good. I'm good, Phil. Thank you. Go right ahead. Thank God. All right. This afternoon, I went shopping for my wife, and I was up on um, West Fordham by Grand Concourse. You probably okay. know that area. I know it well. Um, Grew up in the area. Big PC Richard up there and all that. Okay. When I and when I was growing up, was, PC Richard wasn't was Richards wasn't there. It was Alexander's uh, on the corner. That, that was the hub for everything. But go ahead, Phil. Okay. Uh, there were more more migrants selling things on the sidewalk than to the point where people couldn't pass. Uh, hey, hey Phil, let me ask you a question. I'm just curious. How did you know they were migrants? I'm just curious. Uh, that's the point I'm getting up to. Okay. The point is that 
somebody there got into an altercation with one of them, and the guy started smacking him, and the guy told him in Spanish, you can't touch me, I'm a migrant. How do you know what he said to okay. him in, in Spanish? He announced it. He was he repeated it three times real loud. He said, you can't touch me, migrant. And the cops came about five minutes later. Two cops came, got out of the car, and the whole point of it is you couldn't even walk on Grand Concourse. It was jam-packed. And the guy told them, the guy who was who was complaining about it, said, look, we, we need room for people to walk here every five, every five feet. And what the cops told him is there's nothing we can do, absolutely nothing we can do. He says they don't have licenses. He said there's nothing we can do. What happens is, you know, like that poor guy, Larry, I feel bad for him, but he's got a fact. There are cops who will do their job, and there are cops who just don't want to get involved, and they brush it off smoothly. There are good cops. Believe me, there's wonderful cops, and there's very not-so-good cops. The point is... We need to do something with these migrants because, Dominic, this summer, it's going to be hot like hell in the city. You're going to have hundreds and hundreds of these people running around the streets. Antifa and Black Lives Matter and God knows who else is going to organize them. The Dems are going to organize them into mass protests. They're going to block up the city, and that's going to be the end of New York beneath. Well, Phil, thank you for the call. I'll I'll do you two things I want to say. One, it's not just the migrants on Fordham Road. Uh, That's been an issue for years. You have the brick-and-mortar stores that are barely surviving to pay their rent. And then you have these merchants, these street merchants that set up right outside, pay no taxes, and literally steal the customers as the customers are going inside the stores on Fordham Road. That's like it's become part of life. It's been that way for the last 20, 30 years. Thank you for the call, Phil. The second thing I wanted to say is that, uh, you know, I, I had a little experience uh, the other day, right, that kind of shocked me. So I, I, I've stated I live in Rockland County, and we were in the middle of recording uh, Black History Month uh, spots that will be up on the website. And I happen to be at home recording them from home. And, you know, when you record from home, people have no idea that you're in the middle of a, a live quote-unquote, radio broadcast because they think it's just your home. So someone's ringing my bell, and I'm like, ah, and nobody else is home, so I have to go to the door. I have to literally, and it was with a very famous boxer. um, I forgot his name for right now. So I had to literally go to the door, pause recording for a second. It was really cold outside, and there was a, a young lady who appeared to be a migrant, and she was about 20 years old. And she had on a pea coat, uh, a navy peak, navy or or black, navy blue or black pea coat, and she was freezing. She was shivering, and she said, uh, "Housekeeping, housekeeping, your house cleaned." And I said, uh, "No, miss, I'm I'm in the middle of something." She spoke no English, and I said, "No, miss, I'm I'm in the middle of something. I I can't stand here and talk to you." And then she said, "Um." She tried to show me her phone that had a Google. And then I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Am I being set up here? Is this a classic decoy to keep me at the front door while somebody sneaks in through the back? And these are the things that start going through your mind. So it's a bad situation all the way around. And to, to get her away, I felt so bad for this young lady because she was shivering. 
And I looked outside and I didn't see a car. So I'm like, and you can't get to my house without a car. You have to have, so I'm like, was this young lady out here walking for miles? And I defined her as a migrant to the degree that you could tell she was not a regular citizen of the area. And she spoke no English. But because of that incident, I have been on guard, even increasing the cameras at my home with motion detectors so that if something should happen, I will know immediately uh, what's going on, whether I'm home, whether I'm not. I've got to take a break. When we come back, we'll be continuing with your calls. The great Frank Marano comes up at 1 a.m. Frank's been kind enough to ask me to join him on his program for the first couple of minutes. So stay with us after my program. I'll be with Frank. When we come back, we're going to go to Mike in New Jersey, Jacqueline in Brooklyn, Norman also in Brooklyn. We will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. So Trump supporting truckers vow their boycott could shut New York City down after this $355 million fraud ruling. They say they are protesting uh, Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Arthur N. Gorin's decision to fine the former president for inflating the values of his properties. This is something that's uh, ongoing. And uh, Mr. Trump posted on, on his truth social network Sunday, such an honor to have so many great Patriots on the side of freedom. So truckers supporting Trump a warning uh, that they will refuse to deliver to the big apple and it could paralyze the city. According to one that appeared on television the other day, a Jennifer Hernandez, she's quoted as stating they could shut New York City down. I'm not trying to hurt the people of New York. That's not what I'm trying to do. Interesting. Claiming that uh, when something like this happens, it's going to cost everyone more money, more money, more dinero. Mike in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dominic. You're doing a great job, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate you being out here this time of the night. Hey, I wanted to give you a little report. I run up the tur- and down the turnpike pretty much every night, six days a week, six nights a week. And I noticed uh, tonight especially the rest areas are filled up with tractor trailers. And I pulled up and, and, and got a cup of coffee up at the Vince Lombardi, and the, the guys are at the fuel pumps talking to other drivers 
telling them, you know, trying to shame them from going into New York. The trucks are lined up along the rest areas. I can't believe it. So the people of New York, they can think whatever they want that, you know, truck truckers don't mean anything. But I'm telling you, we are strong. We care about this country. And what's happening is a, a shame. It really is. And we have to stop it. Dominic, do you know it costs $124 for a tractor trailer to cross the George Washington Bridge? Wait, are, are you serious, Mike? That's, that's the toll. That's your Port Authority of New York and New Jersey. That's the toll for a five-axle tractor trailer. $124. If you have an easy pass, you're going to save six bucks. And if you go in the middle of the night, you'll save another six bucks. <laughs> this is it. That's your bargain. And, you know, they talk about raising the tolls, and they talk about, uh, you know, congestion pricing in New York, and the truckers are fed up because I used to deliver downtown Manhattan every week coming out of Chicago. And I'll tell you what, I refuse to do it anymore because I would not only have to pay the George Washington Bridge, but then I have the MTA, the money taking authority. You have a toll on the uh, Throgs Neck Bridge to get onto the Long Island. And, uh, you know, you got to get off the island, so you got to pay that toll again. It, it's. It's crazy. It's okay. Hey, Mike, Mike, highway but, robbery. Mike, explain this to me. Well, one, every time I'm on the thruway, you always see trucks uh, at the rest stops on the thruway. That's number one. But number number two, the the cost of the tolls, right? Isn't that paid by the companies that you're trucking for, or or it's it's put into the price to cover it? Well, that depends on if you're an independent owner operator or if you're a company driver or if you're, you know, it depends on who you're pulling for. But it it, it comes down the cost of the, the load. You know, it's, it goes into the cost of the goods. Wow. So these people, aren't, they're not going to lose money. You know, every time the toll goes up, every time the fuel goes up, every time, it's, it's, it's nuts. We've, as truckers, we've tried to strike before just for the tolls in New York. We've tried to organize drivers to shut down the GW Bridge the whole way home from California one trip. Oh, we're going to shut down the GW Bridge. Never happened. So wait, Nobody's Mike, got the cojones. Mike, have, have <laughs> you driven it. from California to New York before? Yeah, yeah, and, about 100 times. And, yes, about, and how long does that take? And how do you keep your sanity? Well, doing, doing it alone, it takes about 72 hours. But doing it with a team, I had teams that were running for my company doing 54-hour turns. Wow. 54 hours. So you can make yep. it from California to New York in 72 hours? In, yeah, in 72 hours, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm just curious, out of that 72 hours, how much sleep will you get? Or do you try to get? Uh, about 16 hours of that is sleeping. About 16 Mm-hmm. Oh, so a three-day trip, but only two days of sleep. Oh, yeah. It's 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 actually about a, a fifty-hour drive time. Oh, oh. So, 
Now, now, the, you know, the, you the can, rigs. You can't, do, you can't do it these days. Yeah, I'm an old school driver. The logbook will go out the window every night. So the, the rigs, are these modern day rigs where like you have a microwave in the cab between the compartment and yes. we, so, and they have yep. a nice little bedroom in there for you, like a little room for you to move around and so on? With windows, it, it, I have a cafe car sleeper. All right, it's got it's got two it's got a table with two benches. The wow. table drops down. The, the cushions become the mattress, and th- there's your bed. <laughs> well, now do you? I'm and just you, curious. And you got a window on a window on each side. Now yes. I'm just I'm just curious. Uh, I guess I am being a bit nosy. Do you, do you ever try and get your old lady to ride with you for company on these rides? Absolutely. My okay. old lady, my kids used to go with me all the time. And <laughs> wow. My kids, my, my kids, they get suspended from school. I take them to see the country. Well, and, and and how would the kids react uh, being on the road that long? I, well, I guess while you're driving, they're in the back relaxing, watching TV in that in that mm-hmm. cruise area, cabin area. Absolutely, but they had to do a report on every state, wow. on their impression of every state. And of course, I drove only during the daytime, so they could see the state where normally I would drive at night. You know, and, no, and, no, and no, at, cops, and at no nighttime, DRT. and at nighttime, were you sleeping in the cabin or you at a hotel? No, in the cab, and, you know, in the, in the sleeper. And is there a shower in there, or you shower at the rest stops, when, or you don't shower? When I, no, you go to the truck stop to get fuel every day. You know, you're in the truck stop. You get, you get your coffee, you fill up, you get ready to go. You get a shower with a fill-up. Any time you purchase more than 50 gallons, the truck stop gives you a shower ticket. Wow, so, that, so, so there's a shower facility right there at, at the rest stop multiple gas station. Multiple showers at every truck stop, multiple showers. Five, six, seven showers. And I mean, these are big walk-in showers, a nice bench you can sit down, a, a big sink where you can shave, and a big walk-in shower you, where you and your wife could actually go in and, and very comfortably shower. Wow. I've always been curious in, in, in your lifestyles doing that. I do, Mike, before I let you go, one last question, and I hear you on Trump. Uh, you said you drive the oh, turnpike uh, six days uh, a week. That's what you said, I believe. Six nights a week. Six nights a week. I can't drive Maryland, it without being Maryland. bored to death. How do you do it? I mean, where I'm like, oh, why isn't all this right, exit gonna, coming I'm faster? I'm going to tell you my, my secret, all right? My okay. secret is audiobooks. Audiobooks? Audiobooks. I've passed my exit. I don't know how many times. I go there every freaking night. I'll pass. I've passed my exit. <laughs> And so, and so, the audio books really keep you entertained. Where, where you, yes. where you're not focusing yes. as much on the boring aspect of the drive. Exactly. Yep. And you know, there's always talk radio, and I, you know, I do self help. I listen to, you know, I do self help books. I do Stephen King novels. I do a little bit of everything. So, do you do your own? Uh, uh, company or you work for a, I won't ask you which company or do you work for a company? No, I, I hold freight. I'm, I'm an independent contractor okay. and I have a contract with a, a, a company up in, uh, in Westchester. And, and Mike, I'm told you guys can do pretty well. Six figures. Is that accurate? Yes. But you know what? In the blink of an eye, it, just like that, it can be gone. You have to understand the risk that having that truck on the road is the liability that really exists. You know, I've had, I've been involved, my company, the guy that drove for me was involved in a fatal accident. Oh, boy. And just 
just in the blink of an eye, you can be out a million dollars. Just, just like that. Just, just that like fast. that. So it's, you know, it's it's a very, um, very intensive. Um, the variables are never ending. And you've got to you save know? your money. And of course, you got to try to save money at, at every every angle, but you have to, you know, be safe. You what? can't sacrifice safety for money because there's no, you know, no what? amount of, of money in the world that's going to bring you back what? You know, just because you didn't want to change your tires. After, what? Right? One last question, yeah. Mike. How, how do you avoid, yeah. we know for years the mob used to do this to truckers, but how do you avoid the stick-up kids? Uh, just stay out of the bad areas. Stay away from hookers, drugs, bars. Yeah, that comes with the two, the hookers. Right. You, you know, if you, you, you keep people, you keep away from trouble and hopefully trouble won't find you. It's mm. as simple as that. Mm. Mike, I appreciate you and your time. I hope that you call us from time to time and tell us about what life is like for being on the road as a tractor, uh, tractor, truck driver. Thank you yeah. so much <laughs> for, for your patience. You all night. God well, bless well, you I, all I, and God, thank you. God I, bless uh, Donald Mike, Trump. There you go. There you go. I look forward to your stories in the future, Mike. Thank you for the call. Folks, we see all of your calls coming in. We're going to get to them in just a second. We've got to take a break for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. When I come right back, we're going to go to Sunny in Rockland County right after the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Frank Morano standing by for the other side of midnight. I'll be joining him for the first few minutes of his show. We will be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And this is going to be interesting to see how it plays out. The Trump supporting truckers vowing that their boycott could shut it down. It being New York City after the $355 million fraud ruling against the former president. And uh, this is the ruling from Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Arthur N. Gorin the decision to fine Mr. Trump $355 million that grows at a rate of 9% for allegedly inflating the values of his property. Trump can't do business in New York nor his sons for three years. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know, folks. I, I don't know about this one. I, I don't know how do you do this and say it's legal. I mean, uh, it's it's uh it's going to be interesting. Let's go back to your telephone calls. As many calls as we can get up into the top of the hour. When Frank Morano takes over, I'll be joining Frank. Let's go to Sonny in Rockland. Good morning, Sonny. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, Dominic. Uh, I just want to say something about Rockland County, where I live around there on this uh, highway. You're probably familiar with it. on 59. It's a strip mall, and they're having every weekend out here protests. Which highway? Which highway? Side. It's uh, 59. 59. Okay, 59. It runs throughout the entire county for the most part. Go ahead. There you go. This is near that Nanuet Mall anyway. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, so there are protesters on the Palestinian side, and a half a mile away, or probably closer, is the Israeli protesters. So, and they do this every week. And so I happen to see two of the, on the Israeli side, they want to take photos of across the street of the Palestinians waving their flag. Hey, Sonny, is this something that's done yeah. on the weekends? I was on 59 just today, and I didn't see any protesters. 
Yeah, you know what? I think they stopped a little because of the weather, I think. Okay, okay because I, I yeah. passed right past the Nanuet Mall oh, yeah. when I went to uh, Staples. Right. Um, and so I was literally right past the area you're referring to. Go right ahead. Exactly. I was looking for them, too, but I think because of the cold. But anyway, my point is, is that these these cops from Clarkson, they, they, they came over to, to them with a vehicle, these two Jewish guys, you know, with their flag, and they were on the medium, which is kind of unsafe, but it's kind of like a wide medium there. I would say maybe approximately eight feet. So they chased them away. So you can't stand here. It's unsafe. Okay, that's fine. Now, a mile away, as you know, is Spring Valley. There's another mall there, like Spring Valley. And they got these, mi- appeared to be migrants, but I know they're migrants. And and they're selling uh, gum. But they have these infants, I would say as young as maybe six months old, in back of them in like a sack. And it's like very cold out there. And they're, they're going into the roadway, the streets. Uh, coming up the cars with the kids, it's very cold. Of course, it, it's called thing. it's called using your child as a human prop to play on the well, sympathy of Rockland exact, County residents for money. Exactly, right on point. It's, yeah, they used to do dogs over there, you know, to give them sympathy. But now and now they graduated to infants anyway. Uh, so I called up the you know the Clarkstown police and he says, you know, you got to do something. You have to get these these women off the roadway. And they said, well, we'd like to, but it's, it's out of our area, out of its, you know, our jurisdiction goes all the way to, uh, to Spring Valley, stops right there. But I says, yeah, but I've seen your car going past there. Why don't you do something? But that's not well, the area. Yeah. That's not the area. It's, that's the Spring Valley police. Right. So so I, I, I felt like what I'm going to do now is go one better. I called the sheriff's department because they have a lot of jurisdiction because right. they're county. The sheriff includes the entire county. Right, Sonny. And they, and they have exactly. a criminal division. Yes, they do. So, in, in fact, I volunteered to do some part-time work. That's oh, another great. story. But great. anyway, yeah, I was, I was a court officer for 30 years, so, you know, in, in Brooklyn. Yes. So, so anyway, uh, they said, we'll see what we can do, but that's really, that's Spring Valley, but we'll go over there and, and try to do something. And thank God they're, they seem to be gone right now. So I passed there and, and, uh, they must've said something to him, but you know, this is something that maybe the Congressman should have done. Um, like Mike Lawler. I mean, that's, that's a job that he could have done, you know, to make a few calls, but See these politicians; they only do something when it's time for election time, and then they'll do something to make their name known. And to just, it's just sad. I I I, I, I hear you, Sonny. You know, when the woman yeah. knocked on my door the other day again, I was in the middle of recording. So yeah, I know. I heard and, that. And mm-hmm. and yeah. I I there is no way. I just have to be honest with you. There is no right. way in the world, even though she was shivering huh. and she was cold, without my Terrible. wife being yeah. home. There is no way in the world I was going to invite a woman uh, in her early 20s into my home where it's just me and her and I'm in the back in my office recording and she oh, has no. access yeah. to my full home. That wasn't going to happen. Oh, no. And, and you then, don't and need then, that. And then my yeah. wife comes back and says, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? That wasn't going to happen. And so no, I felt I, bad. I hear you. I felt bad. Thank yeah. you for the call, Sonny. I felt bad, but yeah, I was great like. Great integrity uh, on you. Well, thank you. I, I felt bad, but I was like, ma'am, I, I I'm sorry. I'm do. sorry I can't help you. Sorry I cannot sure. help you. Thank you, Sonny, for the uh, call. Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? 
good morning, Dominic. You know, as I'm listening to all of these different topics of conversation, um, isn't that a wonderful way that you now have to live in beautiful, bucolic uh, Rockland County, that now you have the illegal aliens knocking on your front door? I I would hope that, I would hope, Jacqueline, that it's not, uh, that it's not going to be a regular, because trust me, in my neighborhood, it will not be tolerated. Well, hey, welcome. That's what they mean when they say, unfortunately, you've experienced it firsthand. Every area is now a border area. But that's not what I called to talk about. Uh, what I did call to talk about was one of our borders, our northern border. And before I do that, that caller, uh, Mike, that trucker, God bless the truckers. They are the backbone of America. Agreed. That's- my father used to be a traveling salesman at that time in the 70s. They used a CB radio, and he would travel all by himself, all up and down the East Coast. Wow. And he said those uh, truckers, they looked out for everybody, not only their own, but other and people they do. on the road. And they yes. do. They good do. people, very good people. Anyway, our northern border has been um, porous for decades. I used to travel up to Albany to do some volunteer work for a nonprofit organization. And uh, there, there were people, and I don't like to be prejudiced, I don't like to sound prejudiced, but we've got Middle Easterners coming across that border, some of which I'm sure are not very friendly to the people of the United States of America or our way of life, and they have been coming across that border for decades. That whole area is all depressed and run down, and you you think you are in Iraq or Iran or Saudi Arabia. So this is nothing new. No one has been paying attention to that northern border. So now we're being infiltrated. They're, they're coming down from the north and coming up from the south. So we're basically surrounded now. All they need to do is start on the east and west coast. Jacqueline, uh, you know... Unfortunately, you're, you're, you're correct. Unfortunately for all of us, you're, you're correct. And, you know, when, when I would go up to Canada, I used to always say to myself, this is a lot of, you know, so, so you, have the, you have the place where you have to go through customs and so on, but that's just two or three spots along the uh, northern border. I used to say to myself, this is a lot of land where you can, if you can get to the land and find a way to camp, you can just walk across. Yeah, and, not and, only that, you just drive across. We we were a group of women. There were about six women in the car. No, nobody, nobody asked us for ID. Nothing. Go back and forth from the U.S. to Canada. No questions asked. Nobody knew what was in the trunk. Nobody looked at anything. We could be very unassuming. Yet you don't know who the heck we are or what our intentions are. Well, I will say, uh, I, I recall once for the New York State uh, Democratic Convention, which was up in Buffalo. So me, a few producers, a few other reporters, we decided to go to the uh, casino in uh, Canada, in Niagara yep. Falls. But, uh-huh. but but I didn't have the luck that you had, Jacqueline, because I didn't have my driver's license or my passport with me. And they would not let me enter the country. And I wow. respect that. I respect that. Because if you don't meet the criteria, you don't have any purpose here. Now, any other time when I was there and speaking in Canada on several occasions, as long as I had my my uh, passport and they actually checked with the organization at the customs place to make sure that I was their keynote speaker, then they let me through. It was no problem. Jacqueline, I would love to continue. And, and George, but I, I'm out of time, Jacqueline. George, I see you in New Jersey. Please give me a call tomorrow because I'm completely out of time. 
and I really want to talk to you. It says here that you ran a trucking business for 30 years. I'm here right now with Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to Hello, you, sir. Hello, Dominic. So what do you have coming Quite out? Quite a bit. Well, uh, there's obviously a lot of legal issues in the news, issues affecting President Biden, issues affecting President Trump, a whole bunch of other things. I'm going to uh, dust off a uh, veteran criminal defense attorney, the always outspoken Jeffrey Lickman. He's good. He's he good. is fiery. Is good. He is, we're going to chat about a bunch and of he things. he knows what he's talking about. And I want to uh, get you to follow up on the uh, transgender discussion. If you're willing oh, to stick around of a little course. bit, let's Thank chat you. about that. Thank Thank you. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight with Jerry Lickman coming up right here. Talk Radio 77 WABC.